What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternative Reality, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of your hosts, Zebra Hammer, and I am joined, as always, by Muggin. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? How is the world of gaming this week? It is gamerific. That is the best way to put it, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, game, it's game-tastic. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have a gigantic show, because last week's was was pretty darn big but mm-hmm. uh we do have some pretty interesting stuff especially one big thing that i'm super excited to talk about but oh which thing first, is that I i'll let you guess in a second actually because I'm, I'm interested to see what you say no. but um yeah let me go ahead and go through the shameless shilling real quick so um, thank you all very much for listening we really really appreciate it as always but uh don't forget to check us out on patreon patreon.com forward slash a pod um, got a whole bunch of different tiers there. Make sure to check them out. And then you can, uh, of course, join us on our Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR, where you can hop in. We're actually about to revamp everything over there. So um, that'll be kind of cleaned up and getting ready for the the, the new year, I suppose. Well, we're kind of pretty far into the new year, but you know what I mean. Um, and then, uh, yeah, don't forget to give us a five-star review on anywhere where you can rate us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm sure there's some other ones as well, but those two are the biggies, so mm-hmm. please do that. And, uh, yeah, that's it for the shameless shilling. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and hop into the stuff. Uh, movies and TVs first, of course. So the big thing here is Mandalorian, for you at least, right? Yeah, that last episode was Bazonkers. Um, I'm not caught up, yeah, so don't go out. too crazy. But yeah. yeah, you can dance around it. Yeah, you messed you messed up not seeing that episode because that episode was pretty nutso. Um, yeah, I would imagine so. I'll just say I I like where they're going with like I think I think I have an idea of where they're going, but it's so. Here's the thing: is like, and I watched an, another interview with like. Uh, Filoni and um, Favreau where they talked about like the interconnectedness of like the TV shows is going to get more and more kind of connected Um, Mm -hmm. you know as these stories start to get to a grander scale they just kind of will end up running into each other because the outer rim isn't that big you know Um, and they're going to end up starting to go after the same players so um so they're definitely doing a pretty significant amount of setup for the Ahsoka show right now, um, is what it seems like to me. Um, so while it's still maintaining its, you know, roots in man in the Mandalorian story, um, you can definitely see them kind of dropping some pretty heavy-handed notes that are gonna tie directly into Ahsoka, which is fine. I don't have a problem with it. I just want to make sure it doesn't end up. As they get farther into this, you don't end up kind of like, you know, I, I know people had their own feelings of Book of Boba Fett, but it was like there was that like episode in the middle of Book of Boba Fett that was like legitimately just a Mando episode. Um, yeah. And it was the best episode. Yeah. Of the season. And and actually, you know, Filoni was asked about that and him and John Favreau basically said, well, you know, when our stuff is off the air for so long, you know, like Mando's gap was like just over two years. There's like, we needed to put something in somewhere, you know, that would allow us to 
you know, let you understand where they've been. So we don't have to, you know, play catch up in the Mando episode, but it can also allow that character to tie into the Boba Fett story. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, good old fashioned stri- crossover. Yeah, yeah. They strategically did it in a way so that, you know, the, the, the idea, I mean, not like you'd forget about the Mandalorian. Right. But, um, you you don't forget about the Mandalorian, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I think was the idea is that they they I, it, they wanted more, um, they wanted more stuff basically is the way I, they wanted Mando out there and they just couldn't record like a Mando season so they just kind of did that one episode basically, right? Which makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so the next episode is basically, or I mean, the most recent episode is basically epic, though. That's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very good. Um, All right. Good to know. For for me, I haven't watched anything new this week, really, um, besides Marvelous Miss Maisel. That just mm. came out, but that is not game-related in the slightest. We've been playing so. catch-up on uh, Love Island UK. Oh, I'm a season behind there because mm. I've been watching Love is Blind, like the newest season of Love is Blind. Oh, God. My wife finished that yesterday and it was like have an you been, epic train wreck. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with it or no? Here and there because she, watch, okay. she watches, tends to watch that one without me because she doesn't yeah. feel like waiting. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. So. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's that. But we can go ahead and, and hop right into the rest of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did get uh, the Marvels trailer. You're calling it right. the Marvels? I thought it was the Marvels. Is, isn't it the Marvels? I thought because it wasn't it Marvel that well she's she Miss Marvel power from. Or well, something? yeah, Marvel is M A R V dash E L L. Oh, is that's it? his name? Yeah. Oh, uh, I or thought this was supposed M-A-R- to be like the introduction V-E-L-L. of the Marvels. No, it's the Marvels because it's oh, Miss okay. Marvel and um, that's just her. What's her name? Marvel. Captain Marvel. It's oh Captain Marvel too. That's right. Yeah. And, I, then and then random Photon? other person. Spe- yeah. What's her name? Spectre. I thought her name, superhero name was Photon. I don't know. I don't remember her name. But um, anyway, no, I, th- I think it, it was Photon. But yeah. Um, anyways, saw the trailer for it. I gotta be honest, I just don't care about any person in that series. <laughs> yeah, Photon, you're uh, right. Good job. There we go. Hey, um, you care yeah, enough I, to know the name of the superhero? Big I guy. guess I do. Probably because at the time, like you know, it started whenever, um, which about Wandavision. You know, that was when she was first introduced, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Wandavision at the time was doing pretty good. It was yeah, like, oh yeah. man, this is awesome. But then the downfall came. So, um, but yeah, I, it's just I really just don't care much about. You know, the trailer didn't look bad or anything. I just I just don't have a connection to any of these characters. I would much rather watch. Um, Florence Pugh as like the new Black Widow or whatever her actual name is in the Marvel series now, but I'd much Where's rather watch Thunderbolts. Her. She's that's their team, right? Yeah, but what, what's her name in it though? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember a superhero name. But they call. In- they, I think the last time we saw her was in Hawkeye, and he called her a Black Widow. There's yeah. a Black Widow after us. That was a Black Widow. I think is what he said. Okay. Well, so her, I would like take her and like the Echo Girl over 
any of these characters any day of the week. Honestly. Well, you, there you're lucky because Echo's <laughs> getting a series at some point. Yeah, I, I do know she's getting hers. I, I, I'm actually looking forward to watching that one. But, I heard, but this yeah, because I think the thing that's nice about hers is I think it'll be grounded like Hawkeye was, exactly. which I think is what made it so good. Yes, exa- I totally agree. And with this one, it's just it seems very over the top, and I'm getting more annoyed whenever they try to go over the top because usually the more over the top they go, the worse the the actual substance of the movie is that's what i've experienced recently with marvel movies so um it seems yeah. like they're definitely going the full like parent trap comedy route right where like anytime they use their powers they switch spaces and you know you can see yeah. it in the trailer it was definitely leaning very heavy on the comedy side of things which is fine mm-hmm. i mean i think it's okay to have you know a movie that's on the more like has a little bit more levity to it um I just, it just like, needs to still have substance. Yeah, I never thing. saw Captain Marvel um, because I just mm-hmm. I didn't really care. I didn't I didn't. And yeah. then when I've seen what I've seen of the actress, uh, Brie, was it Brie Larson as Captain Marvel? Just really, I just was like, I don't fucking care about this person yeah. at all. Um, it just wasn't. And I also think like from a power curve scale, like she, <laughs> they really jack that up a little bit like they had to basically write her out of the infinity war to make sure she didn't just walk in and just like look at somebody and and Thanos like exploded my Um, problem with all those characters they just have to literally the only way you can balance them is to make them conveniently not available mm -hmm. super annoying yeah have them hang up on you on a hollow call and walk off exactly (laughs) so um but yeah but I mean you know when I I watched uh uh, the series with what's her face, um, uh, the the young lady. What is her name? Oh, the Miss Marvel, the Miss Marvel Ms. series. Marvel, yeah, yeah. I watched that, and I, 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 well, I didn't watch all of it. I watched like four episodes. I really tried to give it a good shake. I really liked the animation and stuff, but honestly, like the show itself was just like, oh, it was terribly boring. And I remember the animations. I or I mean, sorry, the uh, special effects were not good so yeah i don't know i haven't i haven't had time to see that one it's just like i'm at the point now where like i'm okay with like skipping out on stuff and i think i think it's kind of getting to be designed like that is like you look at the show and you go okay like i'm in it for like a kind of a high school teen you know superhero show oh i'm in it for a comedy you know show or this you know quirky thing like when agatha comes out you know that's going to be like super quirky right and i'm like all for it but you know you got daredevil coming which is going to obviously be more a little bit more gritty right yeah and um you know then echo will be more grounded and so yeah i think that that they're smart by creating the shows in different veins because and not making you feel like you have to watch them all but then you kind of feel stupid when a movie comes out and you're like oh great well now i don't know what the hell's going on here hopefully they make it in a way that if you didn't see miss marvel that you won't be completely out of touch with what the hell's going on you know yeah it's kind of a double-edged sword i suppose in that way yeah it seemed like from the trailer that they showed that that they were definitely going to come at it in a way that it that it wouldn't be super confusing to a new viewer, yeah. right? Because they show like Nick Fury going to her house and talking to her, and she's like, "Oh, look at my powers!" And he's like, "No, no, no, don't you know me?" So this obviously is like kind of an, an, a reintroduction of the character um, to right. an extent. 
did we talk about well, his new show, The Secret Wars or whatever? Ever? I don't. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, we talked. I think we talked about that two weeks ago. Mm. Right. Okay. I think we did, but I don't well, if not, we'll have to revisit it next yeah. time. But um, anyways, as long as there's not a Hulk season two, I'm fine. Or uh, what is it? Miss Miss Hulk? She Hulk? She Hulk season two. Yeah, Hulk. Boy. Uh, I wanted to delete that one from my brain still. Um, <laughs> anyways, all right, moving on to the next one. Harry Potter show. It's going to be rebooted um, on HBO. So that is some really big news right there. I bet this is, this is the one that you wanted to talk about, right? Yes. This mm-hmm. is the one when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about it? I mean, like Harry Potter, I don't think that was, I don't think that was like your super jam like it was for my generation, right? No. I mean, that w- that came out like, was like the jizz of the jam. I mean, that was the, that was the big fantasy, <clears throat> you know, series. Okay. Um, so that was, that was definitely like embraced by you guys as well then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um nice. I think, you know, and I'm I'm actually watching them again right now because my son is reading the books. So each time mm-hmm. he fin- when he finishes a book, we watch a movie. So uh, we we've, we've watched the first movie now and he's reading the second book and it takes him, you know, a couple weeks to read them. So then we're and he's 9, so one, it gives him right. a good reading, like a real heavy book to read that's not too crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But then he gets to watch the movie and see how it like lines up with what he was thinking. Um, it also, I think, see is, how much better the book is. Basically. Yeah, and I think it's also cool because he can see how they change a big ass book to make it fit on the TV screen, and and that's kind of what <laughs> they were saying about this was that. Um, you know, while they did the best that they could with with put, you know, turning them into movies that they can be more more accurate to the original stories by mm-hmm. using the, the format of long form television series, because they have a lot more room to to actually show oh, it. Yeah. So if each season is a book, you know, then oh, yeah. they can for sure really dive in. Um, I think that this is the preferred medium for that I would like to see this play out in. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're doing it. I mean, like imagine if game of Thrones was a moot, was it what each one of those seasons was a movie. Yeah. Like it would exactly. never have worked. It would have been terrible. So yeah. same thing here. We're going to get an opportunity to see it redone. And I, and um, so I think that's interesting. Um, hopefully it's different enough that people don't start watching going, yeah, okay, I've already seen it and they just tune out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I just don't want to see anything that's going to, and I've seen so many TikToks about this recently. So it's it's really funny, and in some ways, um, just because there's a huge percentage of the population that's kind of scared to see what they're going to do with it, like in kind of like new age woke um, perspective, right? So, like, people are worried. All right, who's going to get gender flipped? Um, you know, who's, what's the sexual orientation of these characters going to be? So all these different things. Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen? I guess you probably don't (laughs) have to worry about that because, you know, JK Rowling is, is the executive producer and she basically has full creative control. I mean, that is true. Well, she doesn't have full creative control over it though. Well, she doesn't have a hundred percent, but she can veto stuff because of the way yeah, that the I contract that, is written is that she can basically say, no, I don't like that story. You're not doing it. And they have to stop. So to, yeah, to a point, yeah. but I mean like still, like if you look at, um, 
like I, I don't think you know a lot of the stuff was misunderstood I think with with that whole thing I'm not going to go into it but like for instance in uh, Hogwarts Legacy like they did have like a trans character in Hogwarts mm-hmm. Legacy you know it was which was a very well done character by the way um, yeah no I thought they yeah. did well with that yeah so I'm curious to see how how that's going to play out and if we're going to see that kind of stuff or if they actually going to are stick with the traditional but um, yeah, I yeah, think the bigger thing will be, you know, for me, because that stuff, I mean, whatever they choose to do is fine. Like, like to me, like, I understand the idea of representation if it makes sense, mm-hmm. but you don't have to, like, shoehorn it in just to have, you know, it's like, it's like the old school, like, oh, token black guy, right? Like, it's like, oh, there, right. there he is, like, the guy that's got to be there because we got to meet that quota. Like, we got to check I, that box. I like yeah. in... Hogwarts legacy how well that character was written and how ingrained yeah um, they were to the story so if they do that stuff I just want it to make sense and to feel like it wasn't a, organic I don't want it to feel like it was like oh we gotta check that box we've talked about this before so I think yeah. that those demographics that need representation because they need it need not only to just to be there they can't just be there they need to be strong and powerful and and part of the narrative and make sense where they're placed and 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 not feel like this thing that was just jammed in there because by doing it in that way you're mm. not actually you're not actually including them you're making it very obvious that you're if you weren't trying to check there. a box you never would have done it so right. i want it to be part of the story you know yeah. and i feel like, like that also will just create make a certain portion of the viewership pitch up the, pick up their pitchforks as well i think you you're gonna I mean? get people picking up the pitchforks either way like if you don't do it then then the side that wants their representation no is i mean if you force and if you, it in if you put it in i mean if you put it in at all the other side is going to be like well this wasn't in the book and and you're just woke and so i think it, it's a shitty spot for any storyteller that's that's adapting something like the like mm-hmm. same thing happened with Lord of the Rings, right? The the Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So just do the best that you can with whichever direction you try to go and just make it not don't make it a thing. Like mm-hmm. a character doesn't have to walk out and just say, "Oh, hey, I'm transgender" or "Oh, hey, I'm queer." Like they don't have to say that to be that, right? Like Right. And that's but where it's it also just funky. like it's also just like pushing people who were very clearly written into like certain things. Like if they try to do that, then it's that once again falls under like shoehorned in, yeah. in my opinion. And I'm one of those people who will like, if it feels organic, I have no problem with it as long as it's not in like the main characters who were already very clearly defined. There's mm-hmm. so much ambiguity and so many side characters that were still fairly prominent. And so if they do something with that, all for it 100 but just don't change anything like that dramatically with the main characters that everyone knows so well that's that's my only thing otherwise i would pick up my pitchfork but only because of those reasons nothing yeah and i think the other thing i think yeah i kind of lost my train of thought there was um yeah i lost it i lost it well shit don't worry, there's still more stuff to go over, and I'm sure we'll talk good. more about something this later freaking on. freaking good, too. It was amazing. No, it was a good one. <laughs> I thought it was, I, in my head, I was like, all right, cool, this is going to be good. And then I was like, fuck, <laughs> there it goes. Gotta love Pew, it. Fish brain. Um, 
Well, this one's an interesting one. So HBO Max is now becoming just Max, and it announced a whole bunch of stuff to be coming out. So first of all, before we go into what that is, um, what do you think about the name change again? What name change? It's just I thought you said it's, I know what I'm saying is like it's not really a name change. It's just you took off HBO like whoop de Well, yeah, but that's the thing. It was HBO Go. Now it's HBO Max, and now it's just Max. Like, I think why are so they I doing think the it? jump from HBO Max to Max makes sense because it's not just HBO anymore. So, but by keeping it Max, it mm-hmm. um, it it's not it's like cleaner. a huge jump, right? Um, right. The 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 thing that's kind of stupid about it is I believe you know Max was originally because it was you know HBO Cinemax, right? So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it is it's whatever. I, I don't care. I mean, you could call it, you know, monkey farts. For me, this 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 frustrates me for some reason. I don't know why. I guess I'm the only one carrying this flag, but I'm I get so annoyed by the rebranding on this again, especially after like they did a whole new app for HBO, you know, from HBO Go to HBO Max and then both of them were still coexisting for a sh- short period of time, and ugh, yeah, my guess with this one though is that the app won't be re- well, the app won't change. It won't I be would a new app. Not. They're just yeah. gonna all of a sudden it's just gonna say Max. It's just gonna have new yeah. logos. You know, I don't think. But I just don't see a problem that. with HBO Max as is. But whatever. Well, yeah, but um, you know, Discovery is swinging their their big their big wiener around, going we're the bosses now. Wiener. You know, and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. fair. All right, well, let's go ahead and go into the uh, stuff that they did announce, though. So we have Rick and Morty, the anime. Mm-hmm. That one's coming, so that's going to be pretty interesting. Now, I'm not super up to date with this, but we know we had the big thing with, um, what's his name? Oh, my uh, God, Dan, Har- Har- it was Dan Harmon. Was no, not Dan Harmon. No, it was the other um, guy. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe I don't remember Dude. Now you're now you're just um whatever. Please look that up Dude's for me because I'm gonna die otherwise. Um, anyways, uh, so basically there was a, a big issue there, um, something relating to Justin his... Roiland, Royland, yes, Royland, Royland, right? Call him Roiland, um, like the, like the yeah. Pill. He had some accusations from like his ex girlfriend or something like that. That went on blast, and there were some other things that came out. I believe he was cleared of all charges, but. They Adult Swim already made the move to cut him out of the series, and he was the one that voiced both Rick and Morty and a lot of other characters. Um, so yeah, but I'm not fully up on this yet. But this, so is it moving forward the anime version of this? Yeah, it no, is it's, also it's not an, going it was to announced, it was literally announced by HBO that it's coming, so it's not. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm wondering, are they going for it? Because originally they were going to recast, right? Oh, I'm sure Whenever that, all that stuff recast. came out. Okay, the I wasn't stink, sure the if they The problem is, is the stink is still there, so you, they're not going to bring him back. He's, he's done. Gotcha. So he can, he's, well, he's, he's, he's and he also, like, you know, was ousted from um, his gaming company, Squanch Games or whatever, that yeah, did that yeah, high I on saw, life. I but, did see that. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. While on one hand, um, you know, he was exonerated of those particular charges. There was a lot yeah, of other still things the other ones. that were yeah. flying around that were also pretty kind of gross. So, um, yeah, while he's, you know, in court, he, you know, it's kind of like anything else. Like, you know, criminal court said no, no dice, but that doesn't mean civil court, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or the court of the people or the court of public opinion has has you know cleared him so 
We'll see what happens. I feel like he. I mean, I am a proponent of rude. You know, innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some of the accusations, like I, I understand kind of like sidelining someone during a situation as long as they have the ability to come back afterwards. But you know, this is reality that we live in, so I don't think that that will happen. Regardless. Yeah, I mean, so. you could say that. Um, I think in this case, it's a pretty egregious thing that happened. Um, so it's a little bit different, but like you know. Remember, James Gunn was ousted, right? Because of, mm-hmm. but but the, I think the difference there was, you know, that wasn't he told some shitty jokes twenty years right, ago exactly. in a nightclub. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and on and on social media when he was telling shitty jokes in nightclubs, right? As a stand-up comic, so I think there's a difference between there's obviously a difference between the way that comedy has evolved and the way that the world has evolved and how we talk about certain things and what, what is safe and what's not safe to make fun of. Um, Mm -hmm. And, 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 and the fact that he hasn't done that since then, it's not like it was something that he did last week, right? It was something he did 15 years ago. It just was a way to get him in trouble and they brought him back. And, and not only did he get brought back to Marvel, but then DC literally, has given him the keys to the fucking kingdom. You know so what I mean? So it's like, yeah. you know. But that is that is definitely the more rare Yeah, occurrence. that's, de- oh, for sure. That's yeah, definitely that not, is the, not uh, the norm. Yeah. Um, and in, in, in this particular situation, yeah, Justin Rowland has, from the looks of it, for sure, outside of the thing that he was cleared from, that definitely does not look good. And I don't think he's, like, going to be getting away with anything there. But... There's lots of other situations that have occurred in the social space that have totally ruined other people's careers because of it, which sucks. But I'm glad at least uh, uh, James Gunn got a you know back on the mm-hmm. on the scene with it. So, but anyways, um, next thing here. So we have uh, Dunk and Egg. Mm-hmm. I have never even heard of this before. So he's but, referred to in Game of Thrones as the Hedge Knight. Um, okay. It's called what is the actual name of it? Um, it's called A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. It, it was a book. Okay. It was a book of short stories by George R. R. Martin that was set in the Game of Thrones yeah, it, world. It though. takes place during the Trigar- Trigar- Targaryen era, but after the dragons mm-hmm. were all gone. But the people mm-hmm. still rem- there are people alive who still remember the dragons, like literally flying right. overhead. So it's in that time period, and basically, Dunk is this knight that's like wandering around doing knightly stuff, and Egg is his like squire. So right. it's got like a kind of like a lone wolf and cub, like Mando Grogu, you know, kind of vibe to it, where Egg is like this younger kid who's very timid and whatnot, but he wants to be a knight, and Dunk is like this badass knight. Um, but um. I think the big thing is they announced that George R.R. Martin is actually writing the show. Um, so, mm. of course, everyone's like, cool, why aren't you writing the book? Like, <laughs> of course, you know, the book, the book that you <laughs> promised was going to be done. He's like, I've yeah, got pages. It never it's be like, done. yeah, half of a page with his name on it and the title. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we heard about this show years ago, you know, when mm. Game of Thrones was still on and they were talking about, oh, here's all the stuff they're talking about. But they really they put up you know, like an actual like post that said it's coming, um, which is yeah. more the most we've seen of it, you know, uh, kind of like that Harry Potter thing. There was like a little trailer that they posted on Twitter, right? Where it 
played the music from the movies and it showed the candles and then it said, you know, Harry Potter with the show, you know, Hogwarts behind it. So it's like much more like in concrete um, than previous. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I've, I've kind of dipped out of Game of Thrones since the ending of the original Game of Thrones series. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't even watch the prequel. So did you watch the prequel? I tried, man, but like four or five episodes in i was just like i just don't give a fuck about any of these people like there is not one person here that i'm going like to root for like in the original show i think everybody could find someone to latch on to whether it's a hero or a villain or an underdog or whatever like Mm. people found characters to root for and to me I just couldn't find anyone where I was like, I really want to see where this person goes and do they survive the game of Thrones? Like I, it's like more in my head. I'm going like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like die, whatever. Yeah. It, it just had the stink of like desperation to be relevant again to me. So I, I just, yeah. Was, like how do we, man. how do we keep this lightning in a bottle and keep all of our exactly. subscribers? Cause everybody left cause game of Thrones ended. Exactly. So <laughs> Yeah. That was my my situation on it, but um, you know I'll I'll give this one a go whenever it comes out. Um, but anyway, so let's go and move on to the next thing. Uh, so we have uh, the Penguin trailer mm-hmm. um, from Batman, and this was it was Colin Farrell, right? Colin Farrell is yes is with doing many acting face prosthetics. Yes, he is back mm-hmm. in his role. Um, it's in the universe, you know, of the Robert Patton version. You know, Batman. Um, Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. right? Is the director writer. So he's back. He he's doing he's doing the series. So it's the same, you know, writer director that was doing the the last movie, which which I I thought was good. I liked the last Ugh, one. I hated but, that thing. Well, you know, whatever. You're allowed to hate it. I, I remember I had so many problems. I don't remember any of them now because I thought the movie was super forgettable as well. But I I have to say I I remember people coming out saying that they loved his performance as Penguin, and I remember thinking I was like. I have no idea why people gave a shit about this character because I mean I know the penguin is obviously a big character but the way he played him I was just like this is so generic to me. Yeah, so, I, I didn't don't know. I didn't really see. I mean I I got it. I think I think it was more that like you know it didn't look like Colin Farrell and it didn't sound like Colin Farrell Farrell and he really like went into the part. You know what I mean? I think people just didn't you know didn't expect him to be like that in the movie when they heard Colin Farrell was gonna be it they didn't like they didn't picture what they got everyone was kind of like what do you mean he's gonna be the penguin that doesn't make any sense right mm-hmm. um Danny DeVito's the penguin dude um <laughs> but yeah I, th- I think it was I think it had a lot to do with that and I, you know like I yeah like you said I mean he just seemed like a generic mobster to me like I didn't really see anything like egregiously special about him it looks like this show is going to be like a good like you know underworld crime show so if like you're into that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff i think it's going to be good i think it's going to be watchable it looks like you know the cinematography looked on point the action looked on point so you know i think it's going to be fine i just think you i just feel like he's not a character where i'm going oh damn i need you know 10 hours of screen time with this dude you know, like mm-hmm. that's not the guy that I'm I'm looking for that with Joker, maybe. You know, not that right, dude. right. 
Well, you know, we'll see how that one goes. I mean, I'll definitely give it a shot. You know, I'm always down to give things a shot. So we'll see about this one. Um, the next one I was surprised about. So it's <laughs> Gremlins, uh, The Secret of Mogway. Mogway. I have no idea. I mean, I've seen Gremlins like once. So I know it's like a big deal. Like people love Gremlins. Actually, choosing chat right now is saying, fuck yeah, go Gremlins. But I, I don't get the obsession with it. But yeah, it's it's coming out. It's it's an animated um, series. It looks interesting, I guess, um, from kind of an outside point of view. I guess it's getting to more of like the origins of it. So yeah, what, what is your take on this one? Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge Gremlins fan, but that's my era, right? Like the you know, right. I remember going to see that movie and being fucking like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Like that was scary as shit, but also awesome. Let's watch it again. Um, and yeah, as Drew said, it's also uh, a technically a Christmas movie, so sweet. Um, <laughs> you know, it like any it's like Die Hard, like any, I've heard any that, excuse yeah. to watch. Like, oh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Let's watch that on the holidays. Um, right. <laughs> this one looks interesting because I like that they went to like an animated um, style and it's, it's yeah, so they can tell that story and not have to deal with like budgets and stupid shit. Um, the 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 animation I thought looked pretty solid. They've got a really strong voice acting cast in there. It sounded like a lot of big names. Um, it looks like it'll be cute. Um, I'll something to watch with the kids. So yeah, sweet. Let's do it. Why not? And then I can Very scare nice. the crap out of them and make them watch Gremlins. Is it really that scary? I mean, they look like, if I remember correctly, they were like very puppety. And like, I remember watching and be like, what is the deal? Here's with the thing. thing. It wasn't scary. You, you got to remember, there's a big difference between you seeing it whenever you saw it and seeing it in the theaters in the 80s. Do you know what I mean? We were I like, mean, yes, we I, were I like nine. And our parents right. took us to see what they thought was like this cute Christmas movie. And it ended up being like this crazy ass movie with these like scary ass green goblin monsters that were like literally throwing people in blenders like, <laughs> you know, and, and killing people. And you're like, what is happening? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. I will just not. I I just will never get that one. But I will watch the the show though. There's uh, um, so there's this show we'll Bluey see. right, which is like the best kids mm -hmm. show ever. I know Chew's gonna know what I'm talking about. And there's this episode where um, you know, the dad is telling his kids a story, and uh, yeah, because it's it's Australian parenting with kids, so he's mm -hmm. definitely. 100% on board. Um, is this like a new show? Or uh, it it's like in its third season. Show? There's like 60 episodes of it because the episodes are only like seven minutes long. Um, oh, okay. But uh, he's telling this story about when he was a kid in the, and he's like, this takes place in a mythical time called the 80s. And the kids are like, <laughs> he's talking about how he's riding a bike and they're like, you're not wearing a helmet. He goes, he goes, this was the 80s. We didn't wear helmets in the 80s. It was like so accurate. <laughs> To like, you know, like how nobody gave a shit about anything is like, it's like skids were great. And your mom put your name on everything and, you know, mixtapes were in and all this stuff. Um, <laughs> so it, it's kind of similar to that. It's like adventure movies in the 80s for kids were like way different than they are now. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, because most of the stuff that was like PG then would be like PG-13 uh, or borderline yeah. R now. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm in. So Crazy. I know we well, went on a tangent well, there. So. We'll see what happens there with it. Um, let's go ahead and go into the last thing here for the movies and TV section. Um, Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. So a movie is coming, and it's an animated one. Um, and so this one's kind of like, you put it as it's kind of the Avengers of the series. Yeah, I, I saw someone call it that, and I was like, oh, after I watched the trailer, I was like, okay, that seems kinda it's kind of accurate because it's yeah, it's basically taking like the two best duos, like um, right, Putting Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine, and um, Leon Kennedy and uh, Claire, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's taking like those four, like probably the the most favorited like people, and um, and like throwing them together, and it's called it's like called like death island or something like that um right you know and it just it just looks like it's gonna be bonkers and it's computer animated so like the whole thing can just be stupid like crazy weird and like have all kinds of monsters and you don't have to be like oh wow that looks stupid um Uh, did you watch the um netflix live action series that recently uh, i watched i think three episodes of it and then i was like yep done yeah check i checked right out that one Yep, so hopefully this one is uh, just way, way When she jumped off of, like, mm-hmm. a two- to three-story-high wall, landed mm-hmm. dead-ass on a metal car, and then got right. up and ran off, I no was problem. like, this is fucking stupid. Like, yep. come on now. Like, I get adrenaline, but that there's no way that she didn't get seriously injured in that jump. Oh, that just reminds me. Oh my god. Um this was the other movie that I saw, John Wick 4. Did you see John no, Wick 4? No, I haven't. I haven't even seen John Wick 3, I don't think. Oh man. I I got to say, dude, I I don't know why, but I just I did not like it. I did not like the last one. The first one was fantastic. The second one was like a bit better. Oh, I'm sorry, not better, uh, a bit worse. Mm-hmm. And then it just got more unrealistic and more ridiculous and absurd as time went on. But it's it got such high ratings, the fourth one, critically and um, just, you know, popularity through audience, at least on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But I just walked out of there going, how in the world did this happen? I mean, like, uh, I just I, think I couldn't just, believe I think it became just, a parody of itself, basically. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it's just like... One, I mean, fucking people love Keanu Reeves for for good reason. The dude's an awesome human being, right? Like, yeah, in general, and he's been in some of our favorite movies ever, and he's been in so many iconic roles. And mm-hmm. you know, it sounds to me, and I haven't seen all of them, so I I can't say for sure, but it's kind of like the Matrix, right? Matrix One, amazing. Matrix Two, yeah, okay. Matrix Three, what the fuck, like. You know, Matrix Four. Yeah, Matrix, what the hell yeah. just happened? So there's like this, <laughs> this like thing of like stretching. Yeah, Matrix Four. We didn't need this. Um, yeah. You there's this <laughs> thing where you don't have to like continue these things on for fucking forever just because one of them was yeah. really good or the character was really good. Like you can let it go. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's it's like TV shows. Like they just announced. Um, you know, when they announced Bad Batch season three was coming, they said this is the final season. And I was like, sweet. Yeah. Have the balls to end it. Yeah. Right? Same thing with there. Rebels. Like, we only wrote, mm-hmm. you know, three or four seasons or whatever because you knew the story you wanted to tell. 
and you told mm-hmm. the story and it ended the way you wanted it to. And now you know how you can continue it on into other shows. And we're getting basically a continuation of Rebels with Ahsoka. And that's great. Like, but that arc mm-hmm. is done and this is a new arc with those characters. And right. The, you know, or you could give it the lost treatment where you just drag it out so long that the thing that had everybody hooked is so far Kill, removed that you're like, itself, what the yeah. fuck is even going on here now? <laughs> um, so, you know, well, hopefully they've... They've thought it out a little bit more. I just look at it as at this point, I'm just like, you know, whatever. I just look at it as funding for Constantine, too. Because exactly. honestly, I want a Constantine, too. And he, so he's like, I watched it. Just an, give me that. that I, there was a clip someone posted <laughs> where there was an interview where someone was talking to, I forget who was interviewing Keanu, and he was like, Has there, you know, because they're like, you seem to get everything you want. Like, has there ever been a role? That you oh, wanted to clip, reprise, yeah. but no one will let you. And he's like, he's like, yes, Constantine. He's like, I want to do Constantine yeah. too, and no one will do it. I've been begging, yeah. and no one will do it with me. And now he's finally getting it. So it's kind of like you got to keep him yeah. relevant so that they don't shit can the movie, you know? Yeah. Oh, I just can't wait for that. That's like the one movie that that definitely could use a sequel. Mm-hmm. And second of all, like I mean that thing was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Constantine was oh he was I feel like he was honestly just made for that role. Yeah, he did good. He did but, a good job with that. Oh, so good. Um anyway, so let's go ahead and move on to the uh to the next section here. We're going into some gaming now. Mm-hmm. So first let's talk about Zelda. Um Tears of the Kingdom uh just released its third trailer. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this thing? <sighs> the game looks so fucking good, man. I know. Like, I'm, I'm antsy, dude, waiting for it. <laughs> it's it's soon, isn't it? Isn't it like in a couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. We're so it's screwed. May 12th. Yeah. There's way too much yeah, shit dropping in the next like mm-hmm. four weeks. You got Honkai, the new uh, Jedi Survivor, and then yep, Zelda. And uh, it's, it's, it's really been this past like four months. There's just been so much gaming going on like huge games dropped and rapid succession yeah. and mobile so games it, have been getting shut down like freaking crazy in the last month and a half yeah too. honestly it's not a terrible thing though for some of them yeah so. some of them gotta go <laughs> but um but yeah i think with you know honkai um you know star rail that's basically going to be a triple a game anyways so yeah yeah um, that's basically that one, like a, a full-blown game release i mean it's got more money exactly. than god behind it so <laughs> true but that that comes out in about 10 days so we mm-hmm. have that and then yeah um jedi and um legend of zelda so just oof, it's gonna be rough yeah i i think bit. zelda looks pretty interesting you know i watched the last trailer when they talked about like the fusing of mm-hmm. weapons and and making your own like vehicles and systems, shit it yeah. looks bonkers as hell like i can't believe it, it looks like one of those things where like they were in a like a conference room whiteboarding like what can we do that's unique in this game and someone said that and then <laughs> everyone in the room was like this is fucking stupid and then someone like higher up goes genius and like said make that happen <laughs> and because i remember like people were like it's cr- it's like s- stupid as hell but also brilliant like and I, and you got to oh, know that the, whoever like writing the code to make that work must have been a hell on earth to get that all to work where you could just like merge anything together and it would create statistic items but yeah well that's the thing on paper i think it sounds like a nightmare but like i bet someone went in there started the coding for it got a you know a, a rough idea made up of it and they were just like holy cow this is going to be epic so 
Yeah. Going to be really, really, really good. Yeah. Super and, and it looks like the they, graphics engine, they've gotten a little bit more juice out of it. Yep. The draw distance seems longer um, and some other stuff. I mean, that engine was made for the, the Switch, so um, yep. it, should look, it should be fun. Yeah, everything looks good though. The, the story, you know, we got a little bit more of a peek of the story. It looks very strong, as you know, always. Yeah, um, we got to see series, uh, so. everyone's thirsty for Ganondorf now. Um, apparently, yep. uh, they call re, they call him rehydrated Ganondorf now, um, <laughs> and he is actually voiced by Matt Mercer from Critical Role in Overwatch Two. Mm-hmm. So that everyone was speculating that. So that that's been confirmed now. Right. Um, yeah, sounds Which is really bonkers. good stuff there. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, moving on to the next thing here, um, Final Fantasy 16 State of Play. Um, what you What do you think about this one? You are the Final Fantasy guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, I won't. First of all, I won't play it because, you know, it's gonna be on lockdown on, you know, PlayStation right. for whatever long it is. Of course. Um, but God forbid Microsoft get an exclusive fucking PlayStation, you know, zoom <laughs> into infinity. But let's take the new Final Fantasy and lock it down on the co- Sony. That's cool. It's okay. It's Sony, Japanese game, <laughs> Japanese company. We can fuck the Americans over. Um, yep. <laughs> but uh, I'm so sick of that conversation. Just let the merger happen already and move on. So my Game Pass is worth more. Um, it's gonna be a monopoly. Yeah. Ooh, it's still not the biggest. It's still not the biggest. Um, what you call it? Uh, it's still not the biggest. They still won't be the biggest gaming company in the world anyway. If they if, even if they merge, I think they're still. No. I think yeah. st- Sony still technically, you know, owns more stake than they do, like mm-hmm. in the gaming industry. So yeah, I, I believe you're right on that. Um. But, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't, like, to me, Final Fantasy means, like, a large scope, like, story-driven RPG uh, right. game. And this looks like it's basically been boiled down to Devil May Cry. You know, it's just all action all the time, flips and jibs and light shows everywhere. <laughs> and it just, like, to me... It, like less methodical, more action. It, yeah, it just it just seems like an action game. Like it's not to me. It's not final. No, I'm. It's not Final Fantasy. Like I like Devil May Cry, and Devil May Cry can have its action, but I don't need another Devil May Cry. Like Devil May Cry is Devil May Cry, and nobody else is gonna be there. It's like Metroid. Metroid is Metroid, and there are Metroidvanias and other people that do stuff. But if they tried to simulate it so close to the T even with like look and feel and and that kind of stuff you're like that's stupid but when they put their own spin on it and the thing that ties it to Metroidvania is side scrolling and um and uh you know map opening the fuck that's fine like cool there's mm-hmm. a thousand turn based quote unquote JRPGs you know what i mean like that doesn't mean that they're ripping off another one but i just it doesn't feel like a final fantasy game to me so i mean time will tell i didn't play 15 either because again i didn't look like a final fantasy game that i wanted to play like i wasn't interested in the characters of the story this one i was initially pretty hyped over because they were returning to the fantasy side of final fantasy which was you know swords and sorceries and summons and knights and all that shit not like four bros driving around in a convertible you know what i mean um, but the game 
play um, doesn't seem like what I'm after from those guys. Yeah. I mean, I will say the graphics look really good for it. Oh, it looks... Yeah, it looks great. Um, But again, it just looks like... Like, to me, you get to the point where, like, everything just looks generic. It's, like, super glossy and super high res and jumping around and doing flips and little laser lights flying all over the place. And it just, okay, cool. Now it just looks like everything else. This does look very far from classic Mm -hmm. um, Final Fantasy. Like, and I think you hit, especially on this one clip that I was watching from it, like, Devil um, May Cry is, like the perfect example right mm-hmm. there because it really did look exactly like yeah that. so it's like where's yeah. your right, where's well. your mark that makes you different than the other guy like you know <laughs> exactly that, that's what's important in this industry at this point is that you know with with you know 50 first person shooters coming out a year and 50 strategy games and 50 adventure games and 50 rpgs like how do you what do you do to you know, rise above the crop and it's not making your game look like every other action game when you're not right. Your core audience isn't an action game audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Uh, Assassin's Creed. So they're bringing out their new Ubisoft plus, I believe they called it. Mm -hmm. Um, that's their new subscription model. And, um, it actually costs more than game pass coming in at $18 versus $15. Mm -hmm. So, what are your thoughts? These on this guys movie? are so disconnected from reality. Like the library, really? I actually don't mind. The this. library this is, is smaller than Game Pass. It's smaller than PS Plus. It has less like top tier AAA games in it. So you're literally only paying for it if you're a hardcore Assassin's Creed fan. Otherwise, mm-hmm. everybody else's offering is better than this. EA's is better. PlayStation's is better. Game Pass is better. It's all better. So it's just like, um, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And, and the big thing is, is they, that it's been around, but they're adding this new tier for the, for the, for the consoles, but you can't just buy it by itself. So, you Mm -hmm. know, similar to the way, you know, game pass has game pass and they have game pass ultimate and there's a couple dollar difference. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, if you only have a console, you don't have to pay for the PC games. That's the that's the mm-hmm. trick. Um, most PC players have a console, so we don't mind paying a couple extra bucks to have it everywhere. Um, but Ubisoft is basically saying you have to buy the PC version and then pay to add the console to that, which seems mm-hmm. kind of ass backwards to the way everybody else does it. Um, well, I will say that, I mean, since it you're getting all day one games mm-hmm. right um in that subscription it's not bad i just don't understand like i would do it for if you have that one game maybe two games that you want to play just do it for like two three months and you're still coming out on top i mean it, it's not beating out um you know price wise game pass but at the same time game pass isn't you know always guaranteed to do day one well i so, mean it is on its uh, own games on its own so, games, but not on all of right its now, games. Right so, now, all I mean, of Bethesda is day one, and, and almost every Game Pass game that, that's new is a day one release. Like, they, they're not really getting a ton right. of... You know, they're, they're picking up older games to, to spread out the library, but all the new games that it's getting are pretty much day ones. And if they 
when they, I'll say when they, because Mm -hmm. they have enough money to make sure that this eventually happens. When they own Activision and Blizzard, all of those games will be on Game Pass Day 1, every single one of them. So now you're looking at a library that eclipses the sun in comparison to what Ubisoft is putting out, both from a quantity as well as, in my opinion, overall quality. Because let's be honest, like Ubisoft puts out three games and then skins it 14 different ways, right? So you're right. You can do the, like, I'll just pay 18 bucks for this month. I'll blast through Assassin's Creed. And then I paid 15 bucks for Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed. But... The, basically like a long-term rental. Yeah, but basically. the thing is, is most people don't do that. They say they're going to do that, and then they don't ever cancel it, and they end up giving them $100. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, why, that's subscriptions why they want exist. these subscriptions, because everybody forgets to cancel it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I mean, I think I remember reading a statistic where it's something like 60%, on average, 60% of all users for any subscription model are people who signed up for some kind of free you know, month or mm-hmm. two month, whatever, and then forgot to sign off. So... Uh, like 100% all subscription models are meant to pull as many people as they can in and either supply the people who are actively using it with whatever they need to stay and then just bringing in the other people for free and hoping Mm -hmm. that they forget so I mean whatever no big deal there to me but I mean hopping in and out of these things as long as you're active and you stay aware of you know when you're being billed like this thing is great for gamers in my opinion so yeah I'm all I for think, it I don't want to yeah, drop $70 I, I think the thing I think the thing is is that people in general from what I've read they don't have a problem with Ubisoft having a subscription they just think they're fucking crazy for pricing it above the cost of Game Pass Ultimate which I agree with like mm-hmm you're already setting a negative connotation and, and Ubisoft isn't in the greatest public light as a company right now. Anyway, you know, in mm-hmm. the, in the gaming world, like they've got a bunch of controversy around them. Their games are, you know, not, you know, they're basically living off of Assassin's Creed right now. Like a lot of their other games <laughs> have been, fl- they've had problems with like the last couple of rainbow six, Uh, games have been flops you know overall in comparison Mm -hmm. to like their competitors and what they used to be um you know they've got a couple of gems here and there um you know mario rabbits uh assassin's creed and and that kind of stuff um but well i mean have the last far cry has been all that great i heard i mean i don't i haven't played i think the last one was critically acclaimed wasn't it yeah but i don't know i just i feel like I feel like if that was like ten bucks, like people would be mm-hmm. going bonkers over it. But I guess, I yeah. guess you can't make it too cheap because then people will dip in and out. But at the same time, if it's cheap enough, you know, people go, "Well, oh shit, it's one hundred twenty bucks a year." Uh, you know, that's two video games. I'll definitely get two videos. I'll just keep it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they don't even think about at that point, like. Uh, I think I think there's this there's this thing when we're when we're developing products we look at is like where's the break point that someone just doesn't care about how much money they're spending yeah and in, in, a, in a recurring revenue statistic. occurring recurring monthly payment it's like 9.99 like anything 10 bucks or lower people don't give a shit about you know they, they, they don't right. even think about it but as soon as you crack that 10 dollar mark people start to think about it you know what i mean and <laughs> and start to make different decisions because it's not it's not the same, like $50, $20, yeah. $100, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, oh, you know, 30, you know, nineteen nine ninety nine ninety five. like it's under 20 grand. Oh yeah. Well, there's tax. So it will be over. Reminds me grand, of, you know? um, 
Yeah, it reminds me of uh, I've been subbed to College Humor for mm-hmm. like two years now, and I've legit never used my subscription mm-hmm. once. And it's just because it's like three ninety nine a month, so I just forget to do anything. Yeah, like, like when I but first I keep got, saying to myself, I'm like, I gotta turn this off, yeah. but I never did. When I first got Game Pass, I did the conversion trick, right? So I bought three, um, you know, Xbox Gold memberships for sixty bucks a piece, which gave me three years of Xbox Gold, and then I paid one dollar, and it turned all of that into Game Pass Ultimate for three years. And for the first, like I'd say, you know eight months of it i used the shit Mm. out of it so i got my the money i put into it i made that back right but then i just kind of forgot it was even there and they'd be like oh this new game came out and i'd be like yeah oh and then i would never play it right because i'd be doing other stuff so it's just like yeah i get i get it um you know the idea of having it and not but but it was so cheap that i'm not i don't look back at that and going well i was stupid i mean i got my money's worth out of it right well at least this next little tidbit of information, um, this is some good news. So Diablo 4 will have a minor story update with each season. Mm-hmm. So that is promising, I would say, because um, I think that they've kind of learned, especially like, I feel like Genshin honestly set the tone for this in a really big way because they constantly do updates to their story every single time. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps their player base so absolutely mm-hmm. huge. Um but anyways, yeah, Diablo 4 is going to be adopting that method, so um, they're going to be doing a little bit of that, and uh, that's, a, I think, a really good idea, thank God, because Diablo, I, I think even, uh, what was the last one? Immortal was getting stale because they weren't adding things fast enough, so I really yeah, I mean, see that Yeah, I mean, Diablo 3 um, was doing the, you know, Diablo in, in and of itself is like a loot-based game, so Diablo 3 kind of started that season thing years and years and years ago, like long before you know Genshin even existed but it was always just mm-hmm. like you know here's five new legendaries we've tweaked a bunch of items to make certain builds stronger or weaker so that you can experiment with different things and we've got these new uh whatever that's happening like different affixes or or new ways to play for that season that change basically the way the game works so that it doesn't get stale to just keep running rifts all the time right in this one, because of exactly, the open yeah. world, I think they, they looked at it and, and said, like, oh, well, look what Bungie does, right, with Destiny. I think they probably looked at that more than they looked at Genshin, where they said they have a season, it comes out, it's three months, there's a battle pass that you can buy, but there's a story that goes with it and new quests in the world, and it ties into the expansion overall, right? So they did also announce and do a bunch of clarifications on this that, it, that seasons will not replace... Um, uh, did not replace um, will not replace expansion so while there will be free seasonal updates there will also be full expansions like full game expansions um, but yeah so um, yeah yeah I think that there's a lot to look forward to here looking through all of the I mean we've we've played the beta and everything so we know that it's going to be good even though it's you know it's different more of a throwback to how it was originally intended to be with the first game but yeah it definitely looks like it's being shaped up to be a success which i'm I'm really glad about um but let's go ahead and talk about the last thing here so star wars jedi survivor new trailer dropped this thing looks 
epic. I am super, super excited about this. I know you said that you didn't complete it, but you're working on it now, right? Yeah, yeah. For no, I mean, the game... The last listen, one? <laughs> Star Wars Tomb Raider, I'm... Mm-hmm. everything about that game was was awesome and what they're doing to it i think is just going to make it even better um you know one thing that respawn is fantastic at is level design like yeah those levels that they created for these games were freaking a master class in how to design a, an environment right like i was just playing through the um you know the opening of it where you're like on the train and you're trying to you know you start and you're climbing and it's kind of like teaching you how to maneuver and then you're on the train like that level in and of itself was effing bonkers and it's like just the first like 45 minutes of the game you know what i mean where you're learning how to do stuff but they did such a good job of weaving it into like a very interesting you know environment that i just i can't wait to see what they do with this now that they've got a bigger, more expansive world that they seem to be working with. And, and they've also added in like more lightsaber stances and, you know, I don't know. It's, I think it looks, it looks awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. It looks really good. Animations look sick. Um, graphics look great. So really looking forward to it. I'm just hoping that the story is going to be able to hold up to the first one because the first story was epic, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it looks like they're definitely doing the right thing here. And man, I just I'm rewatching the gameplay as we speak, and it's just the combat looks so smooth. Dude, here. when he's like, so, the, 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 there's like two times where he just like yeets motherfuckers, like where he was on the um, they're on the speeder bikes and the, he's fighting this dude, and, and and the guys like like they're like clashing like dude's got a like a some kind of staff and he's like hitting cal's lightsaber and cal just like yeets him into the air and then he gets hit he like a, a, a tie fighter's like flying by and like just clocks him in the face and you're just like that was the, the style points on that were um were way too strong and there was another part in the trailer where he jumps on top of a um like an, an ad at you know, and he like uses the force. He rips open the cabin, and then he he just throws his hand up, and the and the pilot just flies out in the air and disappears. And you're just like, fuck, you're getting you're getting pretty brutal there with those dudes, just like eating them in the air and being like, well, wherever they land, they land. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's like I'm I'm all for it. Let's uh, let's throw some people around. Yeah, exactly. So good. Very excited. Um, but yep that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this week everyone thank you all so much for listening we really appreciate it and uh, thank you very much Muggin thank you alright and we will see you guys next week peace